Hello. It's the 23rd of February. You're listening to the BBL Nation guys, back with the BBL Nation podcast. I'm James. With me is Benji. Hello there. And Dan. Good evening. Good to be back. Thanks for inviting me on again. Yeah. You're our most, our most tenured guest, Dan. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, if if our name sounds familiar, the BBO Nation, that's because NG. What, what? A terrible segue! <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> What do you what, sorry? Explain what you mean by that. Surely it should be familiar to them because they've listened to the BBL Nation before, probably, no. or they've looked at their title before Dan, clicking on the random podcast. Dan, just, just leave the segue. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but what Dan was trying to say is, uh, if you have listened to the BBL Show podcast this week, another another great uh, British basketball podcast. I'm not going to say whether it's possibly the second. Ours. I, I I will say say that it's not. Okay. Yeah, I think I think all of our all of our listeners know that it's not. But very still close a very second good podcast. Very close second. Um, I made an appearance to ask uh, a Mr. Cam Hildreth the question. Uh, also, um, they had quite an extensive interview with him and his dad. Very very interesting stuff. I recommend you to go check that out if uh, if you're interested in that and. You probably are, since you're listening to this podcast. So go on there, if only to see my beautiful face on the YouTube video. Mm, face reveal. Face reveal. It is. Uh, yeah, my face it's... will never be revealed. I should have okay. just like... Be- kind of... Yeah. <laughs> Benji Dan don't even know what it looks like. No, I've never met this no, in my entire life. Right. I watched... Um, oh, what? Cheshire. <laughs> Dan... Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this always happen where Dan it feels Andy like Captain now? <laughs> Dan just wants to end the podcast as quick as possible. I'm taking I'm taking the wheel. Do the intro. Deuces. But <laughs> Deuces. But no, Dan, we made a promise before the podcast that we were gonna go in chronological order, remember? So we're not starting with Dan's. We're starting with my game, the game that I watched. Um it was a bit of a painful game me to watch uh, it was the Worcester Wolves versus the Manchester Giants uh, unfortunately for me and for the Wolves they lost this one uh, pretty handedly 98 to 78 which is uh, you know, all the more um, surprising a bit worrying given that um, the Giants have just lost Breon Brady and they were still able to beat us by you know a comfortable margin in the end so mm, a little bit of alarm bells going off uh in this game, who really stood out well? There's only one man. Satchel. Justin Satchel. Um, pretty sure he's a was, fairly new addition to the was this, it, this might have been his first game. I think it might have been his debut. Well, if it was his debut, it was definitely one of his first few games. But if it was his debut, then uh, fantastic impression that he left. 25 points, uh, 10 <laughs> rebounds, 6 assists. Go on. It's a bit of a renaissance man as well on live stats. Shout out to live stats, which is what I'm currently looking at this game stats for. He has no position. He's a positionless player. Oh, I thought... Oh, I, thought a, like a... A I think it's his center. I think it's his center. Definitely I think this man. is false. I think this is fake news, but yeah. Big guy. No, he's a, he was a big man. Um, or was he a bit... I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I did watch the game. But... Um, 
yeah, this was really just a total domination by the Giants, really. First quarter was fairly close. Giants just uh, slightly pulling away towards the end, of, uh, well, throughout the whole quarter, really. Um, second quarter, much the same, but in the third quarter, it just sort of spiralled out of control, and then the, the Wolves did um, win the last quarter, but, uh, you know, by that point, the game was well out of reach. I just want to, yeah, so obviously Satra had a great performance, 25 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, also, David Ulf, who's quickly becoming one of my, um, uh, in my opinion, one of the most like sort of underrated players in the league. Uh, he's, he just feels so impactful whenever he's on the floor. He had 12 points in this one, along with uh, 13 rebounds. Uh, oh, oh. Who else am I looking at here? Oh, oh. Sam Cassell Jr. had another great game with 19 points. Uh, six assists. Um, yeah, so this game was... Hmm. So one thing I will mention about this game for, on the Wolves side, I'm not making excuses or anything, but they were missing Josh McSwiggan. Uh, I believe they were missing KJ Lawson, who's one of the new um, American imports. Dan, is that right? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. And um. also missing Henry Wilkins. So um, missing... Uh, a lot of depth at the guard role, I felt. Uh, and, um, yeah, that, that shows Balconnect having to play 35 minutes. He didn't have the best of games, shooting only 2 for 10 from the field. Uh, the only one who really stood out to me was uh, Mr. Mike Parks Jr. Um, what, what is the connection between him and Boogie? Is 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 it a nickname? Like, is it isn't it? Or something? Is it a nickname? Maybe he likes to boogie. Maybe he likes to get down at, at the disco. I mean, don't we all, right? But uh, yeah, he had, he had a stand-up performance in this one: twenty-three points and uh, fifteen rebounds. Uh, Jordan Williams had his typical uh, solid performance of fifteen points, eleven rebounds, and uh, Brandon Anderson, Brandy Andy, twenty points uh, and six rebounds. But um, apart from those. Uh, three guys. There wasn't really much to shout about at all. No other right. player scoring double digits or getting double digits in any sort of stat area. Can I ask a question? Is this is this true that Brandon Addison came off the bench? Because I would have thought after previous matches that wouldn't have been the case, especially given the rotations that were possible with the with the Wolves players. But it, yeah. it seems that way, doesn't it? So he did come off the bench, but. Um... He played the majority of minutes um, over both Lamar Kimball and uh, Miki Elan, who I think were the other two guards. So um, it might have just been a rotation thing. Just uh, mm-hmm. didn't get the right matchups to start off the game. You you want to bring in Brandy Andy to uh, maybe close out the first quarter. I wasn't paying too much attention to the uh, to the lineups. I wasn't exactly sure who was starting the game. But if I can make a guess, that's probably uh, what I would... Um, What's the what's the what's the phrase where you sort of you guess, but there's a more eloquent way of um, if you were to like take a guess, but there's definitely a more eloquent way of saying it. Postulate, postulate a guess. Oh, oh, it's to tickle me fancy. Um, so it's like something a guess. Moving on, not necessary. Um, Hazard a guess. Hazard a guess. I mean, hazard a guess. That's. Yeah, not really much else to say in this one. Um, I thought the three-point shooting uh, was a big difference in this one. Uh, you look at Satchel, he was five for nine from three-point range. Sam Cassell, also two for six. Um, 
Zach Powell, two for two. Um, whereas on the Wolves, collectively, three and 16 from three. I don't think, uh, you know, you're not going to win many games when you're shooting three for 16 from three. Um, and then also something I got from this game is that there wasn't much, they didn't feel like there was much defense being played. <laughs> it, it felt a lot like, um, you know, uh, both teams trying to outscore each other and, um, you know, just running up the floor, taking a shot, letting the opponents run up the floor, take a shot. Uh, and it appeared like today um, the Giants are better at doing that than the Wolves. That's really all I've got to say about this game. It was kind of a bit of a um, systematic demolition by the Giants. And uh, the Giants are back. What do you guys think? Well, are, are they? Because the departure of resident big man, Double B, Breon Brady. Breon Brady. Surely he's going to have a massive impact. Although, not that he played this game. And Satchel came in, so maybe I'm just speaking rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where um, he's obviously, he obviously was a quite a big player for them. But, um, obviously the Giants have a lot of depth. Uh, and, yeah, it's obviously a big blow. But I think only time will tell um, if they sort of have the depth to make it work without Brian Brady. Um, you know, maybe it was a case of uh, with him being gone, they can, you know, change their defensive system around a bit to be a bit more efficient in terms of sort of, uh, because it did seem like Brian Brady was the one always uh, in the post or uh, defending and always um, grabbing rebounds. So maybe if they can transition to being a bit more sort of fluid in terms of rotations, maybe that would be better for them, but you know, only time will tell. Um, just to note on where they're currently sitting in the league, they are currently in seventh position, with a record of six and nine on 12 points. And nice record. Currently sitting, pretty nice record. And then just below them, the Wolves at five and eight. They have two games in hand, and they are two points down on the Giants. Right, uh, anything else to say about that game before we move on? Wolves managed to find a way to play players I've never heard of every game. Who is, who is this? Who is this Sean Parron Rapley that I've never heard of? I don't know, Dan. Also, I, one thing I've been meaning to ask for a number of weeks is: uh, Does anyone have any info on what's happened to um, Johnson Thompson this this season? No. Has he has he quit the team? Find out. I think he's just injured. I think he was just injured. I mean, he's, on, injured. He's, on li- he's on live stats here, so I assume he. Uh, yeah. was at least he, no, please. He was. He played a few games at the start of the season, but not since. Yeah, he did get a few minutes. Well, he didn't. He wasn't starting any games or anything, but he did get. Yeah. Minutes and. Uh, oh. I that would be one for, one for any any Wolves insiders that. Yeah, and another one for Wolves insiders is a. Uh, when is Matty Williams going to graduate? It seems like he's, he's been on the Wolves roster for like five years. Yeah, maybe he's doing his PhD. Oh yeah. right, it could be. I don't. Um, know. I don't know what degree he's doing, but maybe it's a. Maybe it's like a medicine or something. You have to do like eight years at university. Yes. Wait. So in, in wait in American universities, if you do like a eight-year course or something. Can you yeah. play NCAA for all of those eight years? Or is it only like a four-year limit? 
I've always wondered that. And especially because uh, I looked at, if you look at it, what's it? Uh, BYU, Brigham Young University. They have a, a point guard, at least they did like last season or so when I last watched them, that is super bold, like super bold. And I think he must be older <laughs> than 22 or whatever. Maybe he shaved his head. Well, no, he's bald, bold. You can see. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, so he's, big, still got, big he's still got a bit of hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I don't. I, it's hot. I, mean, I can't. I can't make any like that. Any assertions. Yeah. Oh, well, well That's the wrong word. Moving on to the next game, which is the Lions versus the Eagles. This one happened. Oh, actually, this one happened yesterday. So we'll do we'll do Dan's one first, which was the Sharks versus the mm-hmm. Phoenix. Dan, another very low-scoring game. You seem to love these, you know, real defensive affairs. Uh, what did you see in this one? Well, what happens is I just go on the B-Bill player and I pick a random game. And I didn't realise this game was uh, so boring. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, who, who won this game, first of all? What's the score? Um, spoilers. Uh, the Cheshire Phoenix won this game. 67 to 57. What's <laughs> You know, I've realised we we actually failed to do the chronological order thing because this game was an hour before Dan's. Sorry, now it was an hour before Benji's. Oh, well, I don't care. We had one. We had one job. <laughs> was it three pm? What was mine? Looking at the wrong what, game. What time did mine? What time did mine tip off? No, you're yours wrong. was. Wait, am I looking at the wrong one? Am I phone? Am I phone? Am I Looking at the Sheffield Sharks versus the Cheshire Phoenix. Yeah, tipped off at 3pm. Forget I said anything. I, I misheard completely you're what right, game you've done. Right. And, and, and I apologise like, to you and all the listeners like and right. my family and right. the people of <laughs> Great Britain. To your own family. <laughs> you were right. I'm sorry, family. You were was, was right. It's wrong. It tipped off at 3pm. On yes. Sunday. Oh. Yeah, Dan, are you gonna I have to apologize to your family, family as well? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, okay. walk us through this game. Right. Who were the big performers? Okay. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. With this one. I'm just giving, you some, just giving you some ideas. Prepared my speech. Okay, so it was back and forth all game, and it was like it was tied like nine or ten times um, until about six minutes when. Uh, I don't know what to say other than Sharks uh, missed a bunch, and uh, yeah, that's it. They didn't get their they didn't get their third basket until one minute thirty four seconds left of the fourth. Their, so, uh, their third basket. Yeah, so of the deep analysis. Yeah. As you can see, they had nine points in that last quarter. Um, yeah, so first quarter was fun to watch. I would watch again. Uh, all the others, not so much. It was very. Uh, very lots of turnovers, lots of misses, as you can tell. Let me see. Let me see the uh, the, the the stats here. Um, Sheffield got six for twenty-four, which wasn't as bad as the Wolves, in twice as many threes as the Wolves. Um, but they were sixteen for thirty-nine from the uh, two-point line area thing, one percent, and Cheshire were mm-hmm. twenty for forty-six. Three percent, yeah, not a big fan of that. Um, right, also, something else I learned from this game is Bennett Cock. We've been saying 
that this whole time. Apparently, it's pronounced cook. No. That's what I've been saying. No, no. We've got to end this this discussion. We've talked about this for two seasons now. It's cook. You can't deny it. You kept saying cook, and I thought you were talking about Lavelle cook. But then I looked looked at the players on that. Lavelle cook's not playing. I think he's he's afraid of the truth because like, a lot of people can't handle the truth. You he's can't handle of his the own truth. Name. But yeah, you can't deny it. It's Cook. Um, another thing, uh, Cheshire have apparently employed someone to yell the shot clock time. Every time it got to eight, you always heard the same. <laughs> it was a woman. Eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Except it had a yeah, Yorkshire. Yeah, Dan, are you sure they? Are you sure they've? Employed someone, or is it just? Employed doesn't mean pay. They just, they just, they're on it like a. Well, I mean that is what sounds like quite, <laughs> like quite a fun employee. job. It's like, you better shoot that. <laughs> it's the same person every time. It's quite annoying, but I think it's the new meta because Kesha uh, so good at getting the points in like the last three seconds. You know, you got there's like M Ryan A. You know, they were so good at keeping their cool in the last two seconds. And, you know, the amount of points they got in the last few seconds of the shot clock, it's the new meta. And Sheffield, you know, they were, they were struggling with that. They um, got caught out with the shot clock a few times. So I think what we're going to see is teams now employing people. Professional hecklers. On... <laughs> hecklers. Professional. Well, I mean, technically it is heckling. Well, but then, but then the actual the thing is right. That's all good, but the smart play is to count down the opponent's shot clock when it's not. <laughs> it's not even that legal finish. though. You're like 15 seconds left. And you're like three. Two. <laughs> <laughs> or or, that, or you go. You oh. tell them 18 seconds left, and they run out of time before realizing. Exactly. Exactly. Thinking that, I but don't know like, if that's. I assume that's yeah. not allowed. <laughs> In the reference, throw you out there. I'll give you a technical. Yeah. They can do that. Anyway, you can give you can give a technical to the bench, I think, which I which yeah, is what not. I assume they would do. Oh, the crowd, <laughs> the crowd getting a technical. Yeah, the crowd. <laughs> if they get two teams, then <laughs> the game I is did. played by. <laughs> I did see a clip. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to leave. <laughs> I don't think Go this game it. says how many players people were there, but given like the regular audience numbers this season I think that would be it the crowd would be completely gone <laughs> so, I'll get on with the game in a sec but just the, just the image of like everyone just walking out because of the refs giving them two teeth <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh fair enough alright Dan give us right. some hard hitting analysis so the players I enjoyed Rutinho I'm a big fan of that guy mm, yeah uh, of his name, he played the full forty, which uh, you know I can relate to because I'm always playing. The can I say I, I don't know Portuguese that well, but does that does that mean he's uh, like a little rat? I don't uh, think let rat. Me have a look at, I'll, I don't look up. Li- I don't want to say that confidently, but it might be the case. Well, I think rat I'll is something a, different. You guys, Dan, continue on with your very in depth analysis. Tino, uh, he only got fifteen points. Uh, how many assists did he get? Three. Eight rebounds there. But, you know, he's just at the heart of everything they do, you know. Maybe it's just because I like his name. So every time I hear his name, it's like a 
the confirmation bias, but he just see he's he's always he's at the heart of everything they do. Uh, uh, Lillard, can I just ju- can I just jump in there for a second? So Rotinho means uh, little mouse. So you're you're very close, man. Right, but I think it's like computer mouse as opposed to. Oh, um, he's a he's a he's a digital operator. Yeah, he's a, he's a little mouse, like um, like a trackpad. Yeah, yeah, that's something because that's right. a little mouse, isn't it? <laughs> Jordan, the trackpad. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, Dillard also very good. Eighteen points. Uh ten. Wait, twelve rebounds. Yeah, I, in fact, Lillard, 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 Antoine, whatever you want to say, um, he's been performing really well this season. I think we haven't discussed it enough. The fact that he's been quite consistently good. Yeah, fifteen point three points, seven point two rebounds uh, per game. Currently in the championship, while only playing twenty six minutes, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's among the best there are. Yeah, yeah I feel, I feel like it's just it's just so hard to include more people in the MVP conversation though than we already have because we already have quite a few. Yeah, but if we have, so, to, did we will. Yeah, but it's so easy to go. Oh, what about this guy? What about this guy? This guy's doing well for this team. But you know, when you talk about the MVP race, you have to talk about a set amount of players. So, you got to, to save it for. This is this is why they need to replace the All Star Championship with an actual All Star game. Yeah, so we can have we could recognize these players. Just what is the they need their respect? I can't remember. Is it? It's like that. Uh, they have like four point. Yeah, they have like four point line. I think I can't. I did. did they oh, didn't yeah, have yeah. that last year, did they? Or did they? They might have got rid of. Uh, trying to see. We we should know this. As the, as the, as the, uh, the no, forefront they did. They of did. PBL they have expertise. it. They have it. Usually they have it right at the start of the season. I think the Lions won it, didn't they? Yeah, the Lions definitely won. In recent memory, I guess that was probably it. Well, anyway, continue on. Okay, all right. Okay, so that's it for the sharks. Um, let's see, Phoenix. Uh, Caron Ross. I put he was good. I didn't put why. Nineteen points, eight for twelve from the the field goal thing. Very good. Um. Uh, Phoenix have so many players who can drive to the hoop. There's my notes: Caron Ross, Jalen Hayes, Kyle there Carey. Are players that can <laughs> play basketball. <laughs> yes, that that is a good analysis. Um, because that was in the last quarter when um, uh, Sheffield were missing everything, and Phoenix were just consistently getting points with their uh. Transition plays very good. Um, Sharks were seven for 14 from the free throw line, which is um, it's not good to, to, say, to say the least, you know. If yeah, 50% is 50% is never where you want to be from the free throw line, uh, especially um, since um, thinking the Eagles Lions game, which we'll get to w- later. And I, I don't know if it was that game though. They only missed like one free throw, like both teams the whole game. Um, and you know, Sheffield loses this game mm. by ten points. I guess that's another game I'm thinking of. Sheffield lose yeah, the game. Yeah, different one. The game by ten points, and you know, if you're making seven free throws, 
you know, it's like, you know, it's within licking distance, you know. Um, licking distance? Yeah. yeah explain that, Dan. <laughs> like, the tongue isn't very long. Licking, <laughs> licking distance. yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that is actually trivia. James's tongue is massive. He can lick his... You can lick his uh, nose with his tongue. Good skill. I don't mind. Yeah. A uh, <laughs> bit more info on the man of mystery. I don't know how I'd know that because I've never seen his face, but I just take his word for it. Um, yeah. Let's let's keep it moving. I have written down here. Uh, I don't know. No, that's it. That the it? teen. <laughs> I just got feels like Lillard are good at getting fouls on them. Lillard had four fouls on, and you know that's like eighty percent of a player. So um, yeah, that's why Lillard's good as well. Um, yeah, that's Thank all I've just. got. <laughs> Overall, okay. What a ten game would not watch again. So you're not recommending anyone watch this game? No, unless you're a fan of uh, those teams. Well, let's have a look at the standings currently. Both these teams tied for fourth position, which I think is a bit of a surprise, um, considering uh, the, how this game and how I seem to view the Sharks and Phoenix in my own head. Um, I didn't expect them to be tied for fourth, but there they are, both at eight and seven. Um, currently sitting just two points behind the Lions, but the Lions have got three games in hand over both of them. Um, they're also being closely trailed by the Raiders, who are currently at eight and eight with 16 points. Um, but they've played one more game than the Phoenix and Sharks, so not tied at the moment. Right, so let's move on to the final game that we are going to cover, which is, James, you watched this one yesterday. It was a BBR trophy clash between the Lions and the Eagles. Why don't you walk us through this one? Yeah, uh, let me take it away. So um, I think to, to preface uh, let me this... Take it away. Let me take it away. <laughs> <laughs> um. To preface this, uh, Justin Gordon was out, which is obviously a big hit to the Newcastle team. But you know, they are one of the best. They have one of the best starting lines in the league, possibly the best, depending on how you view it. So uh, you can't say that they, this was a great hit, but it did have an impact, as I will get into later. But uh, it did mean that the Lions came out on top of this game. Um, yeah. And also, there was an early injury to Maxwell, which meant he basically couldn't play for most of the game. And uh, this sort of hindered the Eagles' ability to uh, match lines in on the front court. Um, I think if I were to highlight some players, I think Orlando Parker would probably be the number one for the Lions because he had a, a, a very good game today. So 23 points nine rebounds, ran the floor well, had a lot of success off the dribble drive and basically did all, all you can ask from him and a little more. So beautiful performance. Um, as well as that, DeAndre Leggins put on a bit of a clinic, 24 points, uh, six, re- sorry, six rebounds, nine assists, which is beautiful. That's all, all you can really ask from a forward play, player. And uh Admittedly, he, he didn't actually have that much of a scoring impact for most of the game until he hit six, I think it was like six for ten free, free points between the second and third quarter. He, he, he started going hot, just as the whole Lions team did, which uh, was a key key factor in how they won. As well as that, I want to focus on Justin Robinson, 
who were, uh, I mean, this season he's obviously taken a slightly different role than maybe in the previous two seasons. He's definitely been a creator, and I think he's he's among the best in the league at that. You know, possibly him and him and Fletcher would be the two top dogs in that in that sort of role. And sixteen points, seven assists, pretty vintage stuff. I think that's that's what you can expect in a win like vintage this. Vintage stuff. I like it. Vintage. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but um, yeah, he did have a good. He did do a, a good job controlling the offense. Uh, on the eagle side, um, obviously slightly difficult because um, they they had a they had a problem with pushing the pace. I think because the guys that really helped that, like Gordon, were out, and uh, Maxwell, who helped stretch the floor quite 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 well, he was out for most of the game, and it it did. It did put a bit of a spy in the works in terms of their offense, but um, I think the main player to highlight would be Cortez Edwards because he kept going out of the defense over and over again. Um, got nine rebounds as well and eight assists. Nine rebounds, pretty good. Light work for Cortez. I think it's. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? I don't know. He's he's a very he gets he gets him because he's always hunting for him, but also he's really he's a really springy guy. Like. He's got he's quite elastic, if that makes Spree sense. Guy. Like he's he's quick off the floor, quick second jump. Not he's not like a powerful dunker, if that makes sense, but he's like he's very springy. Um yeah. and that helps a lot with getting those quick rebounds. And he <laughs> he sneaks in amongst three or four Lions players occasionally and just, you know, nibbles nibbles yoinks. away. Yeah. He yoinks it. That's exactly right. And uh uh a Denny Can I really want to focus on because he had a great partnership with Fletcher. To Fletcher, not a not a big scoring night for him, seven points. And uh, I think the Lions did a really good job focusing on him on offense. And I think that was part of the reason he he went to more of a creative role this game. Twelve assists, and a lot of them were to Adeni Khan, who um Adenikan, sorry. I did, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Apologies. It's fine, it's fine. Um, so I... uh, yep. So talk, talk to me more about uh, Adeni Khan or uh, Adenikan, uh, however you want to so, say it, because um, has, hasn't played much in uh, the championship, only played um, about 10 minutes per game. Uh, what did you see from him in this game? I was impressed with him. Uh, I think if he's not in, in, in the rotation enough, you know, currently, I think he needs more of a role. He played 29 minutes today, which is, you know, I think fair. But, it, but that was obviously due to the lack of forwards, but he's he's a tall guy, not sure how tall, but he's athletic, um, does well in the pick and roll, um, scored a lot through backdoor cuts, pick and roll, um, a little bit in the post, and occasionally uh, a mid-range shot, so, you know, quite versatile on that front. Got a few rebounds as well, I'm not sure, not sure if that is a strength of his, obviously I don't know him as a player very well, but He's got all the tools to do so. And I think, you know, he's definitely got his place in this lineup. Yeah. So, uh, so you mentioned that the Eagles were missing uh, Justin Gordon in this one. Uh, how big of a factor do you think that was in the in the lines taking this one and obviously uh, knocking out the Eagles, knocking the Eagles out of the, uh, out of the, the trophy? Yeah, it was tough because I think it really stopped the uh, the sort of tempo of their offense that they normally would have. So in, in in like the second quarter, they were out outscored by the Lions by ten points. So when the Lions got hot, uh, 
the Lions actually in the second quarter and third quarter shot really well, three-point shooting, and actually ended up the, finishing the game on 50% overall for the whole team, which is a lot considering how many they shot. 30, 15 yeah. for 30, you know, very good shooting night. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that the, the second and third quarters are where the game was really won. Um, but, yeah, it was tough because uh, the New, Newcastle were trying to fight back and were trying to, you know, get back into the game, but um, they weren't capitalising on what was what was given for the, what was given to them, what what the opportunities were. A lot of missed layups, missed shots, you know, offensive rebounds lost to the Lions. Um, yeah, nice to see Defoe. He's he's he's, he's still pulling out the veteran moves. Uh, it's bizarre. He has an extremely quick. He's extremely quick moving from the pump fake to the drive for a guy of his size. It's quite impressive. Oh, yeah, quite impressive. Yeah, he's, he's but, still uh, one of the uh, one of the most important players on that um on that well, Eagles team. I think he just he's, he's, he always seems yeah. to just sort of have those like two or three moments in the game where he makes a nice player. He's just in the right place. I guess it's that sort of yeah. veteran presence. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't. They don't look to give him the ball to get him to get him scoring. He's he's definitely not got that kind of role. But he always rebounds yeah. well. He always defends well. Um, he's hard to deal with in the post, to be honest. Like, you know, they don't focus on it that much. But like, if he gets a mismatch, you know, he'll go, he'll go to the rack and score. Um, yeah, Ma- Maxwell did come back and started sh- uh, shooting pretty well, but um, it wasn't enough. And towards the end of the game, and uh, the Lions took it. Yeah. All right. So that means that the Lions advance on to the next round in the BBL Trophy. Eagles are out, which is a bit unfortunate, but I suppose when you've got Eagles going up against Lions, it's um, whenever you eliminate one of those two teams early on, it's always going to be a bit unfortunate for the one on the receiving end of that. Um, I'll just quickly run through uh, the rest of the games. Uh, on the weekend, we had, I think it was, what, seven this weekend? Uh, and then a couple more, um, a couple of other ones during the week. So we'll just run through those quickly. So first of all, on February the 17th, we had two games. We had the Phoenix taking on the Wolves. Phoenix went on that one, 77 to 68. Which is a bit unfortunate for the Wolves. They've now lost two in a row um, after having a pretty good win against the Scorchers that we talked about last week. It's a, you know one step forward, two steps back for them. Uh, then you had the Riders taking on the Eagles and the Riders picking up a good win against the Eagles, um, which I think is, if you're a Riders fan, you've got to be really happy with that one. Uh, they are currently sitting at the top of the leaderboard, 13-1, and one, only lost one game so far. Um, well, the Eagles have now lost five games, so they're 10-5, and five, uh, but Riders taking a commanding lead in the BBR Championship. They've also got one game in hand over the Eagles. They're currently sitting atop the table with 26 points uh, moving on uh, we had on the 19th we had the phoenix beating the lions now this was one that i was particularly interested in um i wanted to watch this game but unfortunately i didn't have time uh, i wanted to see whether the lions were potentially missing any of their players and they had robinson williams liggins well, really Parker, like yeah kevin ware you know I it was just a case of the Phoenix really outplaying the Lions here. I mean, the Phoenix. Is that all? Is also just looking at the Phoenix, stats. 
Phoenix only had five players that scored points this game. I think this... Um, wow. We talk about the Phoenix because the Phoenix have got some. They've not got a, a big rotation of, of strong players, but like the ones they have, really been performing well. Yeah. Feels my prophecy I mean, at the start of the season. Every team would be every team. Just so good. You didn't say you never said that. I did. I did. <laughs> what? Everyone go back to that episode. The first episode, okay. Mm. The one where we did our preseason. Mm, not so sure. I will find it. I don't remember you saying that at all. But anyway, yeah, we. I'm definitely going to watch Phoenix game next weekend because they just seem. They seem like a real dark horse in this league. Uh, you know, Karan Ross has just been uh, great for them. Jalen Hayes, obviously a very competent player. Jimbo Lowell's been a revelation since he came over from the States. Obviously, they've now got NBA. I mean, that's a huge addition, right? Uh, when you can just pick up a guy like that during the middle of the season. Uh, Mike McCall, obviously we spoke about him a little bit last week, but he's been a great player. You know, they've got so many good, good um, talented players, and I think they might be able to go pretty far in the league. Uh, obviously, picking up a win against the Lions is a great way to do that. Uh, moving on, we had trophy action as the Scorchers took on the Kestrels. Uh, Scorchers win that one. Unfortunately, Salent will not be able to reappear in the trophy final as they did. Last year, am I getting that right? It was Salent, right? Salent is what I would. I've always oh, said, solid, but, solid. but I might be wrong. You know, no, it it, it is is Salent. I'm it, it occasionally, Solent. very occasionally, I am wrong. It doesn't have it often. Then we had the Eagles taking on the Sharks, and the Sharks beating the Eagles. Um, pretty rough weekend for the, pretty rough extended weekend as the Eagles go zero and three in games against the Riders. Sharks and Lions um, will be looking to bounce back uh, next week against the Phoenix. That's uh, happening on the 26th. Uh, we also had the Giants taking on the Riders finally, and the Riders beat the Giants fairly candidly uh, in a score of 91 to 77. So that is the basketball. Well, I suppose the next bit is basketball. That was the pure basketball section of the podcast finished. Now we're going to go into a little bit of a segment, James. You want to you want to explain this one? It was it was your idea. Yeah, I saw a sort of thing a, uh, a few years ago now on um, which of the NBA teams is mascots or not mascots. Uh, they're sort of how do you describe it? Their their team character, like for example, the Phoenix Suns or the New York Knicks, would win in what some is, kind what of is a Knicks? gladiatorial battle. Uh, I think it's some kind of Dutch thing. Right. <laughs> I have nothing to Dan, can you share any info? Like a, it's like a tick. Knickerbockers, like isn't it? I think that's what they call the Dutch people. What is it? But... I mean, it's like tra- oh. knickerbockers is like underwear or trousers, isn't it? but it's I think that's what they call the, uh, called the like Dutch New Yorkers. Maybe that's wrong. Nickelodeon. Okay. Well, in any case, we're oh. going to be... Power okay. ranking who would win in a fight between all of the teams. So, like, you have the Manchester Giants you know, taking on the Cheshire Phoenix. Who would win? Would it be a Phoenix or would it be a Giant? So we're gonna we're gonna rank well, those. First of all, break it down. We're gonna we're gonna start at the top. Who do you guys think are the, are the real? Let's get hold on, hold on. let's get some of the top contenders, and then we can we can hold sort on. out from there. Uh, we start. We start. 
I need to clarify. But what's a giant? Is it like seven foot? Wait, is it like wow, well, we're gonna have to get into that. We're gonna have to get into that. But is it? Is it, it, it makes a big friendly giant. Makes a big friendly giant. It won't want to fight. Well, then it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be very good in fights. So I think you got to have the lions near the top. Yeah, lions. Lions are a dangerous animal. Yeah, I think. Oh, it's, it's to very tough. Phoenix has to go first. No question. I'm your phoenix. phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix what? comes back to life, doesn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's good at fighting. It's a bird. It's like got fire and stuff. No, yeah, no. It's, Phoenix... it's, a, it's a bird that's on fire and Phoenix it comes back to life. Bottom. That's pretty tough. Okay, I think I think at the very bottom we can put <laughs> the rocks. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rocks can fight. They are rocks. Okay, so right. unfortunately for the rocks, they, they go to the bottom. What's the um, flyer? So a flyer. So the thing is, this a is flyer. This, so Maybe I, a pilot? I would consider, yeah, I would consider a flyer a pilot. So I think you're looking at just a, a pilot's got regular, regular, regular human, regular Joe, who is probably yeah. not, probably not trained. I mean, maybe trained a little bit in combat, but not as much as like a, a soldier or something. So I think that's got to be towards the. I bottom. mean, he could just fly for Ryanair or something. He could be, you know, he could be like a middle-aged guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that'll go towards the bottom. Also, let's, let's, so wolves? Would you put wolves above the flyers? Yeah, yeah. Pilot versus so. pack of wolves, gotta be. Yeah, the I'll pack. go with the pack of wolves. All right. So next up, I think. Thing is, I think I think you guys are mass. I think Dan's massively overrating the phoenix. I would put the phoenix just above the rocks. I think a fly yeah. could be a <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an abstract thing. Hmm. Phoenix definitely uh, is first. You can't change my mind. I let me, let me yeah. get up a picture of a phoenix. Yeah. Fun fact: for for a while, I thought until I was like um, fourteen, I thought phoenixes were real. So fourteen? That's that's quite yeah. age. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. In ancient Greek folklore, a phoenix is a long-lived bird that cyclically regenerates or is otherwise born again. Associated with the sun. Phoenix attains life by arising from the ashes of its predecessor. Just, just looking at a picture of Phoenix, it doesn't look like it would be that effective in battle. It can't die. I'm just going to look if there's any ancient Greek myths about Phoenixes, you know, laying down the law and having a Barney. Well, while while you while you look at that, um, me and Dan will debate because this is. I think this is a point of contention that we're going to get into the sharks. Very oh, powerful, sharks. obviously, but where is this battle taking place? If you're against a lion, lion versus shark, if it's on oh. land, put my money on the lion. If it's in the water, probably the water. put my money yeah. in the shark. So and, um, tough. Uh, sharks think... will win. Hold on. I've got a good joke here. Okay. <laughs> sharks will win the, the swimming. A lion would win the running. So uh, in a triathlon, it will come down to who is the better cyclist. Very nice. Very yeah. Nice. That's that is <laughs> that is a question for another day. Maybe next week. But, um, I think not like, when Dan says, "I've got a joke, guys." I'm not like you, you, know, you know, you're not. You know, <laughs> you know, your size is going to be hurting in five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sharks would win this. Sharks. Or... I think. I think. I... Shark, I think we got to. I think we got to say that this battle is taking place. On land, because most of these things are going to happen, are going to be fighting on land. So I think the truck. On a ba- let's say it's on a basketball court. To the bottom. 
Okay, fine. A basketball court. <laughs> so I think the sharks. I think the sharks could probably beat the rocks because you know the rocks don't do anything. Um, and they could. Mm, could they beat the phoenix? Yes. No. I mean, no. No. The phoenix would maybe out outlive it. I don't know. We'll I get back to the phoenix. Got... We'll leave things. So we've got I've rocks got a question. at the bottom. Rocks at the bottom, then sharks. That's the thing we've got first. Well, I've got a question. What is a raider? A Plymouth raider. It's like so a pirate. Raider, I would think is like, that like a, a privateer, like, like a, a pirate, Francis Drake kind of guy. Yeah, pirate. <sighs> I don't know. I, think, I, I will go with pirates because <laughs> it is Plymouth. It's on the coast, you know. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think pirates would be pirates. The raiders, <laughs> raiders would beat the 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 flyers, but not I think they would. Else. So I think okay, okay. I think what we've got here is we've got rocks at the bottom. Then we've got the sharks, right? Stay with me. Then flyers. Wait, but sharks? Then... Oh no, no. Because even if, even if, <laughs> even if, like the shark was out of the water, you were on a basketball court with the shark. It would, it would probably find a way to get you. No, because no, you could just go around it. Well, you saying you could just run away? Okay. You can't. How long can sharks jump? survive out of water? <laughs> Oh, Sharks are tough guys. I, they've survived a lot of things. Some okay. Well, some have have adapted to live up to twelve hours outside of water. However, most large shark species can only survive minutes. So I think we'll probably go with minutes. So actually, I think the sharks are well placed in just above the rocks. Yeah, because I think Education. most things could outlast it for a minute. The, ro- if you just the, ro- run around the rocks the aren't even alive. Yeah, the, I mean the rocks are at the bottom. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not debating that. <laughs> but, so we have rocks, and I think we have sharks. Then I want to put the phoenix there because I feel like the phoenix would be utterly useless. No, it's a, right. it's a flaming bird. It's gonna win uh, everything. It can't. It can't attack. Like it can't shoot fire or anything. It's just a flaming bird. How do you know? So I think. So I think. I think rocks, uh, sharks, phoenix. Then I think you have the flyers. Then the oh, raiders. You're saying. I think the fl- raiders are definitely above flyers. Yeah, raiders right. of fly- yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. We're gonna have the eagle somewhere. Could a could a flyer take on an eagle or no. eagles? No, no, no eagles would no. definitely get it. If you okay, if you so were you like think... a like a you're just an average Joe, you know, an, an eagle has ski, it's game over. If, if you were an average, although actually, an... actually, actually, one thing: does the pilot get his plane? No. No, no, because no, he's just a really? Freddy the Flyer does not get a plane, does he? He's not a plane. Well, he's a pilot. <laughs> if it was, the, if he again. didn't get a plane, <laughs> he doesn't come with a plane. <laughs> right. So, so do you think the Eagles could be the 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 people who were the Flyers and the Raiders? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay, definitely. Okay, could they be? However. The riders, who, in my opinion, are like um, cavalry, so you're like, like soldiers on oh. horses. I think. Oh, yeah. uh, riders. No, so you mm. think? So you think the eagles would beat the flyers and the raiders, but not the riders? Ooh, the riders are a tough one. Yeah, I think so. They'll probably like... have armor. They'll probably have swords. I think the raiders are probably a little bit less equipped, being pirates. Probably what if it's like, like, like a musket. Up a 
But what, oh, right. But what if it's like your like upper middle class daughter who you've given like horse riding lessons to? <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> but it could be. It's just a rider. Mascot's just a horse. That is right. Rider's new mascot is a 12 year old girl on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think for the sake of this segment, we'll call the, the riders like uh, cavalry people. What era cavalry? I don't know. <laughs> we'll say, I don't know. Uh, what about the Hundred Year War cavalry? Hundred Year War, okay. Uh, I think that's. I think that beats Eagles, yeah. I think that beats beats Eagles. Do you think that beats... Okay, but but you think Eagles could still beat Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't know. Mm. All right, so... If if it's got, like, a little pirate sword, maybe not. Yeah, Although, if it's... If he's got like an eye patch, he's probably not got very good depth perception. So an eagle right, we'll probably we'll get, him, we'll get him Dan, right between we'll the. We'll go to Dan. We'll go go to Dan for the final vote. Dan, could a eagle beat a raider? No, you just stab it. You just stab it. No, okay. Oh, but so you put raiders think... above it? Just throw your sword at it. Yeah, but then I think I think eagles could beat uh, the pilot, the flyers. Oh yeah, the flyers aren't armed. Yeah. All right. So to recap. <laughs> We have the rocks at the bottom. Then we have the phoenix. Then we have the flyers. We have the eagles. We have the raiders. And now the riders. Do you want me to run through the ones that we don't have? How is um, is a phoenix losing to an eagle? Well, well, the phoenix is contentious. We'll get back to that maybe. Or maybe we'll just leave it. um, We'll leave it. But um, what I can say is... (laughs) If you're listening to this for the first time after watching Benji's segment on the BBL show, um, it's marginally less stupid than this normal, or maybe I mean, more. Yeah, That's up for debate as well. I think this is one of the normal. Episodes, this is but... this is a new one, right? Who do you want to talk about next? Because we have okay, the ones we still got. We've got the Scorchers, we have the Lions, and we have the Giants that we haven't talked. And, and the Wolves, and the Wolves. Wait, have we talked about the wolves? Yeah. The wolves we, uh, is not. Well, we talked about them, but they're not in the in the rankings yet. Could the wolves? Could the, wolf. the okay? We'll talk about the wolves. Could the wolves beat the riders? I don't think so. I think they get trampled by the horses. <sighs> yeah, it depends. Right? I mean, yeah. yeah, I think so. I, I think don't so. think the wolves would stand a chance, but I think the wolves could probably beat the raiders. Yeah, I mean, they're just pirates. I think so. All right, pack, so a wolf, got... pack of wolves. So we'll slot in. We'll slot in the wolves uh, in between the raiders and the riders. Right. Okay. Who do you want to talk about next? We got the lions and we have the scorchers and the giants. Well, what is a scorcher? Like a scorching, like, scor- like oh, cool. Yeah. That's a cool. That's a scorcher. like a hot day. Because that's that's there's, pretty there's low two range, options. I think. I think there's two options. I think you can, can go with this. So the first one is like uh, lava. Or like fire or something like that. So, so they're actually like something hot, yeah. Not like a not like a kettle, but like fire or lava. I think probably lava is the best. So lava that can attack, like, okay. and then <laughs> the can attack. Okay. Like... <laughs> can you conceptualise a scorcher very well. Is <laughs> <laughs> it going to fight if it can't attack? Okay. Or it could be like some sort of wizard that uses fire. 
Well, it could be. Yeah, could two be. options. Or if we go back to the, the Guildford heat sort of thing and it's just the embodiment of hot temperatures. Yeah, I think that's maybe a bit abstract. Dan? It's a bit abstract. Wait, Dan, sorry. you want to make the call? <laughs> I just said now. Dan, about... Dan's been lost by the just... intellectual standard of this we conversation. Might... <laughs> yeah. We're talking about whether Scorchers is just a ball of lava. Yeah. They can attack. Got, they can attack though, apparently. Got everything. If the floor is lava, I think everyone's losing except the Eagles. Then we've got a bit of a Pokemon situation where, where some of them are better than others at certain things. <laughs> like a rock paper scissors. Okay, we'll go with we'll go with like um Okay, you know in Mario when you get the fire power up, we'll go with that. Uh, Wait, which one's that? Oh, like, uh, not Mario Kart, Mario like Super Mario, like Super Mario. You okay, get you get the fire okay. power up, and you can sort of shoot fire. All right, okay. so I think that would be I think that would be the probably beat all of the ones you've got so far because I think it would beat the riders. Yeah, I think it'd be everyone except maybe the Phoenix, which is a, another reason why maybe the Phoenix shouldn't be there. But we'll leave the Phoenix for that. We'll leave I, think, I think we'll I think we're comfortable putting the scorchers as the next one. All right. Next up, could a lion beat a scorcher? I don't think so. No, I think yeah. Would a lion beat a rider? I think I think lions would comfortably beat the raiders. But what about I, I, horses? I think, I think they beat the wolves as well. I think they beat the wolves as well. So it's, it's the yeah, it's yeah. the riders v lions issue. That that we'll get to you for the final set. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, would a lion beat a rider? Rider is like cavalry, okay? Yes, yes. It would. It would. It would. So you're saying um, lions above riders? Yes. Yes, mm. okay. And then we're putting the scorches above the lions. Yeah, I've lost track, but yes. <laughs> Oh, I've got it all written down. Don't worry, I've got a full. Allow me. Wait, have you got it? Yeah, I've got the full path written down. Yeah, definitely. What is it? What is it? So rocks beaten by sharks, beaten by phoenix, beaten by flowers, beaten by eagles, beaten by raiders, which are beaten by wolves, beaten by riders, beaten by lions, beaten by scorches. Okay, so the final two, we have giants. Um, versus. Versus whoever whoever's in second place currently. Oh right, yeah, yeah. See, giants be scorches. This is so. What is a giant? So giants, I'm thinking like this. I'm thinking more than seven foot. I'm thinking like huge, like ogre things. So I think that could beat a scorcher. I think it would just crush it. Okay, I'm looking at along with riders, raiders, or everything else we've got. So I'm comfortable so... putting the giants at my number one pick. But what if it is the medical term of giant and it's someone who's got gigantism? That's not what we defined it as, though. But what if it's what if it isn't? No, I've just defined. I've just no, because I've just defined it. What if it isn't? We could argue about this. We could we could argue about this all day. But for purposes of this, a giant is huge ogre that's like let's say twelve foot tall. And it's got purple skin. Got purple skin. Yeah, I think that's got. I think that's got to be got to be our number one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dan, are you happy with that decision? Yes. I think yeah. the Giants All take right, it. So, 
that's the final rankings. We'll have that up on our Instagram story probably for you guys to vote on if if you agree with it. If you don't, uh, then uh, put a comment somewhere t- t- telling us that Phoenix can actually yeah. attack and that we should have made the Scorchers <laughs> the physical embodiment of <laughs> something hot. <laughs> uh, but that, without any further ado, is the end of the episode. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us at BB Nation Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at BB Nation One. Don't try to email us. Um, you can watch my podcast appearance on the BBL show uh, wherever you can find the BBL show. I'm sure you can find it on good podcast apps. And we will see you next time. Do it, is.